Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. This week's episode is all about empties. It's been a while since I've done one, and it just feels like the right time to do one. We're coming to towards the end of the year, and it's been a year where I've tried quite a few new things. I definitely dealt with maskne. Some of you might have listened to that episode. I'll leave links to that in the show notes, actually, because I know maskne is kind of coming back for a lot of people as we're wearing masks more often again. But yeah, having maskne really made me have to analyze my routine. I got initially, I got a bit down about it, but after about three months where I really took advice and also removed oils from my skincare which was a big a massive help actually the masney's gone but many of the products that I relied on at the time have become my regular go-to's so in this episode there'll definitely be some tried and tested products that I love and also a few that I've only had in rotation for two to three months As always, I'll leave links to all of the products that I mention. And if it's a product that's been gifted to me, I'll let you know when I bring it up. So let's just get on with it. First up, it's a product that's an empty on the regular, like a monthly empty, basically. It's my Dermatica prescription. Before I go into what my prescription consists of from the, um, it's a monthly subscription service. I feel it would be remiss not to acknowledge the kind of back and forth that I had to go through to really get the prescription that I wanted. When I first joined the subscription service, the dermatologist on the team prescribed me with adapalene, clindamycin and benzoyl peroxide. I think I was on that for a few months and I noticed some changes, but nothing major, nothing that was like, wow, my, you know, my skin's transformed. When I told my aesthetician friend, Emma, who I also mentioned on that Masney episode, she told me that I should ask for tretinoin as it would really get to the heart of the areas where I had like these deep, more cystic type spots. There was a lot of push and pull with Dermatica, so much so that I just started to think they don't want me to have it. Is tretinoin like the golden standard? Is it expensive to add it to a prescription? Perhaps it's too expensive when they added it to the other ingredients in my prescription. And I nearly gave up and I started researching another popular online prescription service. But they finally came through and they said, okay, yep. The reason why I kind of pushed for tretinoin is that when I told my friend, the aesthetician, Emma, what ingredients were in the prescription I was receiving at that time, she said things like benzoyl peroxide are very easy to obtain, you know, on the high street. When you're actually, you know, paying for a prescription, you should really get the ingredients that you really, really need that you perhaps can't get so easily. So they came through for me, so I'm definitely appreciative of it. And what I ended up with was a prescription that consisted of tretinoin and clindamycin. So tretinoin is known as an all-trans retinoic acid, or ATRA, and is commonly used to treat both inflammatory and non-inflammatory acne clindamycin is an antibiotic used in the treatment of acne and actually many other things I discovered including bacterial infections so the two together are really able to get to work on my acne from the inside out so I think I noticed once they said I could have this combination I definitely noticed my skin was smoother within two weeks however I think I was on Instagram one day as you are 
And I was looking at a former guest of mine, Dr. Awomo Yukalegi, a.k.a. the amazing skin doctor, that skin doctor without the eye. And she had um, shared some stories about how she'd used whatever her retinol was at the time. She'd used it several days a row. She was like, I'm really pushing it this week. But she knew that she could because, you know, she knows her skin's tolerance and she's an expert. But she made me think maybe I need to use my prescription more often. So I decided to use it four nights in a row. And honestly, even that first week that I did that using this Dermatica prescription four nights in a row, I noticed a huge difference. I was like, okay, this is what it's meant to be doing. I don't really have an issue with fine lines, but I did notice the area around my eyes just seemed plumper and smoother. I noticed I have... I don't know if it's milia, but I tend to have like these little bumps near my eyes and they, they haven't gone away, but everything is just smoother and makeup is going on so well. It's made a huge difference just by, you know, I think at first I was using it twice a week. Now I'm using it four times a week. There's just less texture. And yeah, I, the main thing I notice is once I put makeup on because it just sits better, especially around my eyes. My cheeks have calmed down so much and the areas where I will always get the hormonal bumps, it's way less. I would say, wow, it's like maybe up to 75% less. So each monthly cycle, it's just that less aggressive, you know, so much less aggressive, much more calm. So I really think I found my sweet spot using tretinoin, this tretinoin prescription at least three to four nights a week. And then once a week, I am throwing in an acid, which is actually the next product I'm going to talk about. But I'll only use that probably once a week just to kind of keep my, the exfoliation side of things, you know, moving smoothly. That acid that I mentioned is the Ole Henriksen Dutopia 20% acid treatment. It was sent to me back in August and I will absolutely be replacing it. I've got a little bit left, as you'll see from the video content I'll be sharing on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast. Got a little bit left because I try not to use too much of it and a little bit goes a long way. So back in August, I was really looking into products that would, were all about glowing skin because I want to do a special on it. And I was sent the Dutopia alongside with Noli Henriksen's other very cult-like product, the Glow2O Dark Spot Toner. I've seen women with all skin tones using this, but especially darker skin women have been using this and really reporting just brilliant things about how it's reduced hyperpigmentation. It's made with 10% AHAs and 10% PHAs, which work to really look at retexturizing the skin, if, if that's a correct description. Online, it's recommended that you build up to using it two to three times a week. But so far, I use it once a week. And that alone makes a difference for me. I'm good with that. What I love most about Dutopia is the fact that it's so effective so quickly, which is why I can get away with once a week. I'll use it in the evening after a gentle cleanse and a swipe of the dark spot toner. Then I'll let Dutopia sink in for 10 to 15 minutes before applying a hydrating mist and a moisturizer. The next day, my skin is always, always transformed. It's that product I can rely on if I know I'm doing a live the next day or I need to record a video podcast. I found that I can use my tretinoin one night and I can use the Dutopia the next night without any issues, but I might not rush to go back to the tretinoin the night after Dutopia because I might experience some sensitivity. 
I really like the lemonade type scent of the product. It's quite refreshing. But I would say if you buy it, which I I definitely love it, you might notice a slight tingling when you first apply it. But just make sure above all else that you wear SPF the morning after. So next, it's another acid, but it's not one I'm personally using a lot right now. I just know that I buy it on repeat. It's Paula's Choice Skin Perfecting 2% BHA Liquid Exfoliant. I've spoken about this product before. I think this product is amazing. Many of my guests that come on talk about it. One of my friends on Instagram the other day was asking people, is this worth buying? And I told her absolutely yes, because she'd heard a lot of negative stuff about it. And I was like, you need to use it, but it's how you use it. I've always said don't believe the bottle. It says twice a day, every day. No, it's just not. No, your skin will just hate you. Before I started using my Dermatica prescription, I would definitely rely on this easily two to three nights a week, but I have scaled it right back. I'm taking a bit of a break and using the Dutopia instead. But someone that has been loving it is my husband. He recently took up cycling. So he's wearing a helmet, And obviously at work, he's wearing a mask most of the day. He works in well-being, so he definitely has to wear a mask. And I noticed that since he started cycling, he's just getting more bumps on his forehead and on the nose. So I've just been applying that to him maybe twice a week. And it's just that whole, what it's great at doing is, well, first of all, texture calms down immediately. Honestly, if you use the Paula's Choice BHA, For a couple of nights a week, I guarantee your skin will just be smoother. But what it's also great for is bringing any bumps kind of to the surface. So if you feel like there's one coming, um, for my husband in particular, you know, that area where um, facial hair grows, men can have a tendency for ingrowns. If you use this on that area, it just helps those bumps come to the surface that little bit sooner, or in fact, it can get rid of them. This is just a no-brainer for me. It's absolutely an essential product for anybody that deals with clogged pores, bumps, and texture. One thing I would say is I wouldn't use it with a pad. I feel it's very wasteful because it's a very watery product. I just put it in my hands and then I will dab it over my face or on my husband's face and only where you need it. You know, you're not going to slather this on around your eyes and or mouth really because it can be a bit drying around the mouth, but This product works every time. Um, And I will keep saying that until I find otherwise. Okay, so there's one more acid I want to talk about. It's the Ordinary's Azelaic Acid Suspension 10%. I know you're probably thinking, how many acids has she mentioned? But again, it's all about how and when and how often you use things. This is one that I use when I feel my skin needs it. And what I mean by that is if I can put my hands on my face and I'm congested around my chin, I'm congested on my cheeks, I need a product rather than waiting for, you know, just like those nighttime treatments. This is a brilliant treatment that you can use throughout the day. The texture is great. So you can definitely wear makeup on top. I really like the texture of it. It's a very light cream formula and it sinks in within a minute. So you can go right ahead, do your moisturizer, your SPF and then makeup. Before I used the Ordinaries as a leg, I was a big fan of the Paula's Choice one, which I think was also 10%, but it kept selling out online. 
But on the Paula's Choice website, they describe azelaic acid as like a mild, a mild product that you can leave on that will exfoliate the skin. And for me, that's very true. It's just a light exfoliation. Again, it helps things come to the surface. So if you are feeling congested, a couple of days later, you'll be much less, well, I felt much less congested. And if there was a spot that was underneath, it would probably come to the surface or it would kind of disappear. It also takes down any redness, perhaps on the cheeks, around the nose and any inflammation. So even if a spot remains, the inflammation beneath it is so much more calm. I really noticed this on my cheeks and jaw, which is always where I get hormonal breakouts, as I mentioned earlier. So for me, azelaic acid is definitely a repeat purchase. Next up, it's another The Ordinary product. I don't think I used to buy many of their products, actually, but I'm very sort of selective now. Since I've really changed my skincare, I I really do look at ingredients more. And I definitely think about products that are going to be gentle, like whatever their purpose, they're going to do it in a gentle way. Even if that's um, being a moisturizer, I just want something simple. I first heard about The Ordinary's Natural Moisturizing Factors plus Hyaluronic Acid from a YouTube video by makeup artist Isamea French. Isamea is an extremely creative makeup artist who isn't obsessed with making everything beautiful and perfect. And she's also the woman who launched Days Beauty back in 2017 and partnered with Fragrance House by Rido to create their first ever makeup range. I've been obsessed with Isamea's makeup work forever and I've always loved how flawless and glowing her skin looks. She's only been on YouTube for about six months and in one of her videos she shared what products she would take on a work trip to Los Angeles. I love this video. It's just, I just love looking, you know, kind of behind the scenes at what a makeup artist really uses. Um, Isamea had a bunch of moisturizers in her kit, all for different types of skin. But I liked how she described the ordinary's natural moisturizing factors as one that's perfect for when you don't want to overdo it. It just does the job. It gives you moisture when you need it. It's perfect for topping up. You're never going to feel greasy. I really wanted to try it because my masni had all but gone, but I still wanted to ensure, I wanted to be on the safe side when it came to using moisturizer. I was nervous of anything being too heavy and clogging up my pores. So far, so good. I'm on my second full-size tube of this. My husband uses it as well. It never leaves my skin greasy, just hydrated. Next up, it's the COSRX Advanced Snail Radiance Jewel Essence. Again, back when I was dealing with Masni, I was all about ingredients that would really work, especially when it came to just calming my skin down. A product that blends calming and strengthening qualities with the hydrating powers of a triple snail essence is the COSRX Advanced Snail Radiance Jewel Essence. But I actually bought this one by mistake. I'd seen former guest makeup artist Ellie Luna rave about it and many, many influencers talk about this product, which I thought was the dual essence. But in actual fact, they were all talking about the COSRX Advanced Snail 96 Mucin Power Essence Gel. So it's a different product. It's not a dual essence. Suffice to say, I love the dual essence anyway. It definitely feels kind of like gooey gooey but watery but it sinks in very quickly it gives your skin this kind of softening cushioning effect it just feels soft and protected 
And as I say, it's got niacinamide in it. So for someone with sensitive skin, I love it. I'll often use it underneath my tretinoin prescription, actually, just to give my skin that little bit of a buffer. And I'll also use it during the day under makeup. Now that it's all gone, I have put in an order for the actual essence gel that people like Ellie have been using. But I'll definitely let you know how the two compare. I may well go back to the dual essence because I truly do love it. But I'm going to see what the other one does and I'll let you know. The next product is kind of like, if you were to ask me, what do you love about it? It's kind of a basic answer. I'm talking about the Laneige Water Sleeping Mask. I've bought it about three times now. It's just a very light hydrating mask. It's very watery. It's just really simple. On the website, it promises to brighten and hydrate. But honestly, I don't see any brightening effects. For me, it doesn't really change how my skin looks at all. It just leaves it feeling softer, which I love. I also feel like the scent has a lot to do with how it makes me feel. For me, applying the Laneige water sleeping mask is something that offers me just a really quick minute long ritual. When I apply it to my skin, I really breathe in the fragrance. I love it. It's so dreamy. It's They've even trademarked the scent. It's called Sleep Scent and it's infused with orange flower, rose, apricot and sandalwood which results in just this very relaxing fragrance that's perfectly suited to winding down for the day. I also use this when I've got evening plans. So if I know I've got a live one evening or I'm going out and I want to wear makeup, I'll put on this um, sleeping mask several hours before I need to get ready. And then I'll just gently wipe it off with an icy cold face cloth just to like get my skin ready for a face of makeup. I think the first time I bought it, I did take it on I think we were traveling and I I wanted to see how it would work for applying after a long flight for me it doesn't really give you that it's not that kind of mask um, that's going to make your skin feel amazing after you've been on a flight for 10 hours for me it's much more about just these little doses of hydration it's not too heavy and I don't think it's going to it's definitely not going to hurt your skin it's not going to be too much for anybody So I'm not saying it's life-changing, but I know that it's definitely part of my skincare routine. I love it. Next, it's the Ultraviolet Supreme Screen Hydrating Facial Skin Screen SPF 50. The first time I tried it was actually when I received a sample in a Cult Beauty skin edit box. I was already an admirer of the brand's Queen Screen SPF 50, which is a really lightweight, more liquid product that smells amazing. But I was intrigued by the claim that Supreme Screen was an SPF primer and moisturizer. As someone who goes through sensitive periods with my skin, it's sometimes a case of the less products, the better, because I'll simply be touching my skin less. So if one product can do three things, I'm all for it. On the first use, I really like the texture of the product. It's quite creamy, but I was surprised that it has this tiny pink brown tint to it. However, that doesn't show up on your skin at all. And there's also no white cast. So it's great for brown and black women. I love it. It feels so hydrating and moisturizing. It definitely lives up to its promises. You can use it as a moisturizer and it's the perfect smooth base for makeup. No complaints here. And it's an instant repurchase because I literally don't have a drop left. 
So another skincare product that I actually only tried for the first time, it was gifted to me by Galignier, is their face vinegar. If I'm honest, I was sent this product a while back. It's been sitting in the back of my beauty cupboard because I've just been using another toner that I absolutely love. I was tempted by the fact that this one contains prebiotics, which are very much, you know, very hype ingredient right now. Lots of millions of bacteria working to just balance your skin's microbiome. And it also contains gentle acids. But for me, it was the thought of the potential, you know, of smelling like fish and chips or vinegar. (laughs) I was a bit off. I was a bit put off by that. And that was even despite the fact that one of my favorite makeup artists and former guest, Gabrielle Alvarez, is a fan of vinegar-based toners. I think she uses um, the Heritage Store brand one, though. So anyway, one day I thought, let me try this. And a few days later, I had to ask myself why I hadn't tried it sooner. Again, this is a product that lives up to its claims, which are that it soothes skin, reduces redness, purifies, and exfoliates oily skin. It also says your pores will look smaller and your skin will be brighter. And it's not lying. It's pretty much what I experienced. I have used every last drop of this toner and I was very upset to see it go. I've since switched to something else and even that has shown me just how much I preferred the Galignet. The Galignet just gives you, um, you are just you just feel clean, refreshed, brighter, but not remotely tight. There's no itchiness. It's just, oh, and you don't smell the vinegar. It, this, this fragrance dissipates after about 10 seconds. I'm really intrigued about this brand now. And I'm really intrigued about other brands that incorporate prebiotics into skincare. So maybe I'll do a whole episode on that. Let me know in the DMs over on Beauty Me podcast. If you want to know more about prebiotics and skincare, let me know. So it's the final product now and I'm completely moving away from skincare. This is the Way Times Biorido Mojave Ghost Leave-In Conditioner. I'll be honest, I bought this purely because of the Biorido fragrance. I haven't bought the Mojave Ghost perfume yet, but I have the perfume oil, I have the hand cream. It's a fragrance I absolutely love. It's really soft and dreamy. It's very much my vibe. It contains um, violet, sandalwood, musk. It's just very soft. And I haven't been to the Mojave Desert, but I have been to the desert. I used to live in Dubai and I love the desert in California. It's just a chill kind of place. And it really, it does transport you, this fragrance. I love it. But if I'm honest, was I expecting anything from the leaving conditioner part of this product? Not really, because as someone with curly hair, I've got a ton of leave-in conditioners in my house that range in price, that range in texture. So I wasn't really attracted to it because of the way, even though I love the branding and I've got my eye on the way candles. So yeah, I just bought this purely because of Byredo. But what I did find is that it's always good to have another leave-in conditioner and this one smells amazing. What I really liked is that when I had braids in, it would just give my scalp a treat. You know, you can spray it on, give a tiny little massage, spray it on the lengths of the braids so that, you know, you just smell fresh. You feel like, you know, you can go an extra week with the braids in. I don't know if I would purchase it again. I probably would if it was like part of a huge mega 
by Rito Mojave Ghost Collection, you know, that featured the hand wash, <laughs> um, hand cream, perfume. I probably would because I do love that whole feeling of having your favorite perfume on from head to toe. So, yeah, I'm not bashing the product. It definitely moisturizes, hydrates your hair. I just don't know if I'd buy it on its own again. Okay, well, that's it. That is my empties. If you enjoyed this episode or you want to know more about the products or if you're intending to buy them, definitely let me know over on Beauty Me Podcast on Instagram or Twitter. And do please subscribe, rate and review the show when you can. It really helps Beauty Me be seen. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes and check me out over on YouTube. See you next time.